there! Welcome to episode 100 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And I'm Vicky. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. On April 15th, 2015, I posted the very first episode of the Waveback Music Podcast. Now here we are, almost exactly five years later, celebrating our centennial, and instead of hitting one particular game, or even a series of them, I thought the best way to mark this occasion was to have Vicky, Matt, and myself make a little mixtape of some of our favorite video game-related music. So sit back, get ready, because it's time for the 100th episode of the Waveback Music Podcast. So, before we kick things off proper, I'd like to give a heartfelt thank you to everyone who listens to this show. I kicked off tonight's episode with the song Pennsylvania from Balloon Kid, from our very first episode. I was pretty nervous about doing that episode, but at the time I had no idea there were other video game music podcasts out there aside from Radio Trivia from NWR and Super Marcado Brothers. Radio Trivia is great, but it's a music trivia show, not an appreciation show. Super Marcado Brothers is also a great show, but the way they do their show wasn't exactly my taste. I thought that throwing my hat in the ring would be a worthwhile venture because I honestly thought nobody else was doing it. wanted to go for a much quieter vibe, uh, and I was inspired to do so solo through uh, the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, one of my other favorite shows. Eventually, I came to the decision that talking to myself was boring, and uh, Vicky came and joined me for a long time, and that was wonderful. Uh, then scheduling things happened, and uh, we we parted ways, and the show dropped down to once a month, and it was uh, it was sad times. And then uh, Matt joined the crew, and then we've been doing it twice a month pretty much ever since. But anyway, it turns out that this show was just about one of four billion video game podcasts, video game music podcasts out there, and probably one of the least listened to. <laughs> At that. Uh, but I love this show with all of my heart, and the audience that we have means the universe to me. So honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you all so very much. As for my co-hosts here, you also get a very hearty thank you from me. The two of you have shaped this show into what it is today, which is something I'm very, very proud of. As a point of amusement, Monday night I recorded episode 300 of the Stone Age Gamer podcast, on Tuesday I recorded episode 200 of this week's episode, and tonight, Wednesday, is 100 of this. I'm all anniversaried out, guys, so mushy stuff over. How's everyone doing? I'm golden. I, I, you know, given the current state of affairs, I, I, I think I'm doing pretty well. That wasn't very convincing. <laughs> you sound thrilled. Yeah, you sound very happy. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm not used to being in my house this long. I'm sorry. <laughs> what kind of introvert are you? <laughs> I'm not, actually. I'm an extrovert. Oh, I'm thriving. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I would be doing much better if I wasn't trying to be a teacher and work what's left of my full-time job, and look for a new job, and do all of my side hustles at the same time. <laughs> but Animal Crossing came out, and that's been wonderful! <laughs> it has! It's like a relaxing getaway adventure. For your soul. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's the vacation you take from your vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh god, I wish this was a vacation. Like, even if I was just... Doing the just doing the time with the kids because that's that was I blew off most of my other responsibilities for the bulk of today and it's just great spending time with the kids but yeah 
I digress. That's not what we're here for. This nope. is episode 100, and we are here to celebrate video game music. I'm I'm absolutely uh, absolutely elated to actually be here for this. Um, you know, I I wasn't here in the beginning, and obviously I came on way later. But there's something about being part of a milestone of something that's just always just cool, even if uh, you know I'm coming late to the party. That's usually me. I'm usually late to the party, but <laughs> but you're integral to the experience. Yeah. I was only semi late. <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know, fa- you're a fashionable late. I'm always like the last one there. Like, hey, where, where's everybody going? <laughs> Meanwhile, I started the party by myself. <laughs> Just partying in my basement all by my lonesome, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> listening to bleeps and bloops. Oh man, no, it was. Uh, it's just been. It's just been such a weird ride. Like going back and listening to the first couple episodes where I was really trying to keep myself reserved and, and take it just very kind of NPR-ish. And then eventually just kind of <laughs> got more and more energy into it as time went on. And uh, talking about game music with you guys, like I learned about so many wacky things, uh, <laughs> especially from Vicky. Like, you know, I never would have listened to the Lost Odyssey soundtrack or I never even would have sniffed Risk of Rain, you know? Like, there's mm-hmm. a bunch of this stuff that I learned from uh, from Vicky and... Uh, and Matt, it's been cool. I know you're just you're just great. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I appreciate. <laughs> I don't think I, I'll I've ever heard of Horse the Band, and I don't Woo. think I I ever will again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if they ever tour, I'll buy you a ticket, dude. Cool. I could use the money. Well, if they ever come our way, <laughs> yeah, you could use the money. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right. Let's uh, let's get to work, shall we? So, what we did was we put together um, four tracks per person. About uh, not really about. It was just four tracks per person of just some of our favorite video game or video game related music. Uh, and the tracks are all compl- just wildly different, uh, which is very exciting to me because you know we all have pretty different perspectives when it comes to video game music. So. Uh, we're gonna rock the order of, uh, Vicky, Matt, and then myself. So, Vicky, you're up first. What is our first song of the evening? Our first song of the evening is the Me Channel song. Ah. I know. You may have heard this most recently (laughs) from all the memes on the internet. (laughs) Or if you were one of the billion people who owned a Wii and spent literal hours Mm -hmm. figuring out how to make a me for every person you knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also people you didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like Peter Griffin and Darth Vader. Yeah. I got a Spider-Man. I got an Admiral Ackbar. It's good stuff. My me had horns. It took me a while to figure out to take... uh, the eyebrows and turn them into horns. Beautiful. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. All right. Well, I guess let's uh, let's go ahead and give it a uh, listen. Uh, who is who is this by? This is by Kazumi Tato uh, Tutaka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people are probably listening to to things that have to do with Kazumi Tutaka right now because he's an Animal Crossing guy. He uh, is in Animal Crossing. He is. He is effectively KK Slider. Who. He is. We're trying to get him to do a concert in our our town right now in East Todd, and we're we're coming close. We need to get a couple more villagers in, and then uh, Tom Knuckle will be able to promote him. It's pretty fun. He is also the voice of Yoshi, if you guys didn't know. You probably did. <laughs> we did, but it's possible that our, our audience did not. Yeah. All right, let's give it a listen. Here is the Me Channel theme. Enjoy. 
Well, there you have it. That's the Me Channel theme. Uh, what you guys didn't hear was uh, as soon as this music started, we all just immediately just jumped into, oh, man. <laughs> That's the stuff right there. <laughs> and it really is. Boy, this uh, this just is so emblematic of a, a wonderful time. Like, man, when the Wii launched, that was such an interesting piece of gaming, especially for a Nintendo not like me. Like, when that system launched and it had a, that, that Mii menu sound, the, sorry, the Wii menu sound, the little, like, that was happening in the background and making your Mii's and uh, downloading stuff off the Wii shop. Because, like, man, for everything that the, the Mii channel does, like, the Wii shop channel was also ridiculously good music. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely. I think I, I think I picked that. Matter of fact, for our... Um... Our, our Black Friday episode we did. I did, Yeah, I did that, and then I think I picked it again for our uh, creator series, but I did it on the Floppotron. Oh, right, you did. <laughs> oh, no, I lied. Oh, no, I that lied. was the... You did uh, Tetris on the Floppotron. I, That's what I'm, I'm ahead of myself here, yeah. But I did pick <laughs> uh, that shop music because... That's the only shop I want to visit. <laughs> or so, any shops I visit, if it's not playing that, I walk right out. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I haven't bought food in years. <laughs> No, I only go in there with a, a ten-hour loop in my headset. <laughs> it's the only way I can I can shop these days. I'm ruined. So, Vicky, why did you choose this? It was such like a. It's a song everyone knows, and it's a song I think everyone loves or has some kind of memory tied to. I think it's a. It's like the perfect song. <laughs> Not to toot my own horn for like an episode like this, like a big milestone. No, you're not wrong. Like this, this song is a freaking masterpiece. It is damn near perfect. It's a. I, I, I don't really know what else to say about it. And it's such. It's for like a little a thing to create your character for, 
and everyone knows it. It's mm-hmm. so weird. It, yeah, and it's, it, but it doesn't. It's also one that nobody thinks of. Like it, I, I'm so glad you thought of it because I mean, well, yeah, like for memes and whatnot. But there are so many people who had a, a Wii, right? So many people had a Wii. So just about anybody you play this for would know this almost immediately. But they wouldn't. You know, it's not like the Super Mario Brothers theme where it's like, oh, this is just a part of you know pop culture forever that people think of. I just I feel like this is one of those underrated things that. <laughs> so many people would would know this music right 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 off the bat. Kind of amazing. <laughs> and that's why I picked it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of amazing. <laughs> I, I, no. <laughs> I mean, I would have said that. <laughs> I'm not that vain. It's up there, but. <laughs> Well, that was an excellent pick and a great way to start us off. Uh, Matt, this next one, I was actually kind of surprised you picked this. I didn't know you were familiar with uh, with this exact incarnation of this game. Um, yes. Yes, I am. So, actually, uh, you know, I recently um, picked up a uh, Switch, Nintendo Switch, and I'm a huge, huge Tetris fan. Uh, there was a period in my life where I was that guy I was like, Oh, oh, you're good at Tetris? Uh, we should play sometime. You know, like those chess masters, like, oh, you like uh-huh. to play chess? We should play. Um, and I was totally that guy that was, like, schooling people. But, you know, now I'm way rusty and I can't do it. But Tetris is still something I enjoy playing. And so I have Tetris 99. I thought it was an amazing concept for a game I always have. And the moment it dropped, I was like, I need to play that. And so I have been playing that. And... Um, my approach to this episode when you said, you know, we're going to do kind of a mixtape, you, me, and Vicky will do like a mixtape. Um, you know, <laughs> I always feel like I, re- I I got the assignment wrong, like I understood the assignment wrong. So my approach to this was just like, I wanted to find music that I just love in general. And if it was already done, I want to find a new way to present it. Or even for this episode, think of mixtape, I you know... Some of our fans may go back to the days of mixtapes. And so I was a big fan. I am still a big fan of covers and stuff. So I, my approach was like, let's, sure, you're familiar with these songs, but let's find something different and unique and interesting. It's episode 100. Let's do something different. So Tetris, the theme for Tetris is very classic. But for Tetris 99, when you're playing and you get to 50 players or less, the music speeds up. And there's something about that composition that I absolutely love. And I was like, this is the one. This is going to be my first track, and we're going to do that. All right. Well, then let's uh, give this one a listen. This is, um, what is this officially called? Game Theme 50 Left from Tetris 99. Uh, did you know, do you know the composer of this specific one? Because I don't have that track down. Um, when I looked it up, it said the composer for Tetris 99 was... To, uh, I, I'm grossly apologizing in advance Turo Tanaguchi oh neat uh yeah originally re- rearranged by uh Hirokazu <laughs> Tanaka how many times have you heard me say Hirokazu Tanaka you know you know what's really funny is I read that and I was like Chris has said this a million times <laughs> cause I'm like Tanaka I know the name Tanaka I know I've heard it at least once or twice I'm so terrible at this <laughs> 
<laughs> That's okay. All right, let's give it a listen. Here is Game Theme 50 Left from Tetris 99. Enjoy. Well, that was Game Theme, 50 left from Tetris 99, and I have anxiety. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> it just, I mean, it gets worse with the, the further it goes, but like, man, you get faster. to that 50 point and it's just like, all right, time to get serious. <laughs> time to stop messing around. Time to set you a, time to set it to attackers and let's just uh, let's maybe set it for uh, badges and see where the night takes us. <laughs> Get those T-spins ready. Oh, I never played Tetris like that. I am not good at T-spins. I've never been good at T-spins. Neither am I. I just, I can't think that way, but um, I'm not. Yeah, no, you're not competitive, Vicky, at uh, no. Tetris. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> Bless your soul. Trust me. Don't, don't, don't ever enter the foray, man. Yeah, I stopped playing anything competitively, like, years ago. <laughs> Too much stress. Uh, it's smart. It's very smart, trust me. I I curse, I, I call people very foul things. It's... Oh yeah, me too. That's why I had to stop. <laughs> <Under my> pressure. 
<laughs> I I love playing this game competitively. Oh, I love I everything do. about this. I do. It's I'm just so not very great. good at it. <laughs> Much like a lot of things in my life. <laughs> how many uh how many times have you won? Oh, zero. Oh. I think, oh. oh my god. I, I've come the closest I've come uh might be I definitely top five. I might even have been top three. Wow. I think I've uh, taken a Tetris Maximus three times. Woo. And uh, every single time, it's a... Every single time, it's just a celebration. Oh, it's absolutely. And the first time I did it, it was just... I mean, because it's, it's such a you know, luck of the draw, like, against... You know, who is it you're going to be against, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you wind up against somebody who is better than you? Because, <laughs> uh... There's you know, 99 other players at a time, and man, oh man, I've I've had I've been knocked out in like a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. I've been knocked out in a, a in second place dozens of times. Uh, second place, that's right. a killer. First place loser. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I came sorry, in no, second no, place all. at a Tetris tournament at the Nintendo World Store. It was one of my favorite stories. Wow. I enter uh, when Tetris DS came out, and I. Oh. Uh, decided to go it's what a great game tetris that's, ds that's the one that i was challenging any i was taking them all like come on down you can get some too <laughs> so i went to the nintendo world store <laughs> and uh i i competed in their tetris and their uh tetris ds tournament mm. and uh i was i i was surprised that i had made it to the finals because i just figured i know i'm good at tetris but i didn't mm-hmm. think i was that good at tetris um so uh, the finals wound up being like me and this kid and this Asian dude named Tetris guy. Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, uh, hmm. okay, this is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I beat the, uh, the third place the guy you know, fairly handily. Like I did okay against him. Um, mm-hmm. But man, when it came down to me versus Tetris guy, it was... Uh, I mean, he just destroyed me. <laughs> he just just completely destroyed me. But I had everybody, including him, laughing hysterically the whole time. Because, like, I was just, I don't know, I was just so happy to be there and having such a good time. <laughs> I would, every, every single time I could, you know, I'd look over to his screen and see what's going on. I'm like, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Oh, God, it's going to die. I'm going to die. It's just screaming, and he's cracking up, kicking my ass. And uh, oh god, we played a couple of little little uh, just exhibition rounds afterwards. And I did beat him one round, and I was very proud of that fact. But that guy was awesome. He was so nice. And that whole experience was just just freaking wonderful. That's super um, cool that you walk away with a good memory. You know, I have a I have a CCG memory. I walked away. I felt very bitter about. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> No. Yeah, no, I absolutely loved uh, loved that tournament and this game, Tetris ninety nine. What a brilliant, brilliant concept! And the music is so good. Oh, there's so have much you... good music in it. Yeah, there is. I mean, have you gotten any of the DLC in it? No, but I've I've listened to a bunch of it, and there's a lot of good stuff. I mean, I say DLC, but it's all like unlockable stuff. You know? Yeah, I, I knew what you. Mean. And oh man, I'm just hip. so so. You're hip. I'm, you're cool. I'm with it. You're you're with it. You're down with the the cool kids. Yeah. I was with it. (laughs) (laughs) I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. Oh, this is becoming another podcast. (laughs) Well, thank God I thought it was a sandwich. (laughs) 
Not for nothing, I would eat the heck out of a good sandwich right now. Oh, hell yeah. I'm not even hungry. Nope. <laughs> but I would Me? eat a sandwich right now. Me either. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> okay. Um, well, Tetris 99. <laughs> great absolutely. first pick from you as well. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Okay, so my interpretation of this was uh, just trying to think of... I think I kind of hit somewhere right in between what you and Vicky did. Perfect. Um, because I didn't pick all like covers or weird versions of things, uh, but I did pick some of them. Uh, and for the, the most part, I also tried to think of, well, what are video game related songs that would just never really have an opportunity to be played on this podcast that mm-hmm. I absolutely love? And this next one is one of those songs. This is a track called Hexadecimal Genome by uh, Bitshifter, who is a chiptune artist. This was composed on a um, LSDJ, as far as I know, uh, which Little Sound DJ, which is a like a tracker program for an original Game Boy. It's where a lot of chiptune, you know, prominent chiptune stuff came from and/or comes from. This comes uh, from his uh, album Information Chase, which is uh, to me, top to bottom, one of the most perfect albums ever. Uh, it's every single song flows into each other seamlessly. It's just a gosh dang masterpiece i love it so so much and this is my favorite track from that album it's uh they used to use this on one of destructoid's old podcasts i think it was retro force go and i it took me a while to figure out what that what the song was and when i tracked it down um learning about bit shifters music was just like this eye-opening piece of amazement and this song is just out of control good um so crank up the volume let's listen to hexadecimal genome by bitshifter enjoy
<laughs> I love it so much. Uh, I can't even, I, I can't count the number of times I've listened to this song. This entire album, like, start to finish. But, oh, God, this song. When it harmonizes with itself towards the end there, and, like, knowing that this is LSDJ, like, this is just, this is very few tracks to work with, but the, the, how, how he expertly moves, like, uses those assets to make the whole thing sound so full and so, ah, so right. It's such a good tune. I, I love it. So I, I obviously I, I told you guys why I picked this, and uh, I, I can't stress enough how many times I've listened to this song. Like I listen to almost nothing but video game music, but I mean I wish iTunes still did the the play count thing, or if it if it does, I don't know where it is. Because um, this this song must be one of my most played songs ever. I I just, I just love this song so much. You can. Um... You can, I think, right-click it on the top bar and add the play count meter uh, number metrics if you want. I'd be curious, actually, now that you've mentioned I'm trying it. to figure it out now. Um, <laughs> this is my sixth most listened to song. Uh, how much, though? According to uh, this iTunes, only 386. But <laughs> I know it's more than that. <laughs> only 386. Interestingly enough... Um, to the two songs, two of the songs that I picked after this, I have <laughs> were the songs above it. <laughs> so we're just counting down your favorite tunes, period. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, and that's that's my entire iTunes. That's not just like you know video game music. That's all all music, period. This is the sixth most listened to song uh, <laughs> since yeah. iTunes has been in existence. And, there you have oh it. boy, oh boy. If you I just ever, love this tune. If you ever needed a deep look into the mind of Chris Rendanzo, there it is. There it is. So what did you guys think? Vicky? It was a lot of fun. <laughs> I would... I guess I'd never really listen to music like that. If not for... You. <laughs> <laughs> you sound real convinced. I... <laughs> Going full circle here, huh? That's what we call a callback. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was very hyper. It honestly isn't something I think would be your favorite song. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I know it's... you love chiptune. I, but... I love that sound. I, 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 you are not wrong in thinking that. Um, I don't typically love like chiptunes that aren't actually just straight from video games like i don't mm-hmm. venture outside of that and when i do i don't usually love them quite as much as i love music that's like legit from a video game but boy this uh this one this album is a real exception because this album is a masterpiece <laughs> there you go I- i'm with you vicky i'm i'm not a huge chiptune guy um which is why I think a lot of this uh, old music from the original games and stuff doesn't stick with me, per se. Um, but I, I absolutely agree with you. It's very energetic. It's very, like, get up and go. And mm-hmm. it's very infectious. Like, I was saying, like, I, I refuse to believe that anyone listening was not, like, at least tapping their toe. I was tapping my toe and bopping my head. Like, that's how into <laughs> this I was. But, but no, like, a... a a really great track and then to know uh, you, you mentioned that it was made on the the same kind of platform that it only had a handful of uh, workable uh, tracks like that's really impressive because that's a pretty dynamic uh, piece of music 
it it really is it's uh it's i find it relentlessly amazing and uh not not just you know regular old relentlessly amazing like it's uh, a <laughs> regular. <laughs> regular schmegular well i mean with, with me you kind of have to d- take that with a with a grain of salt because i i'm amazed by a great number of things but <laughs> <laughs> this song in particular is like geez it's just out of control good as far as i'm concerned oh, i'm glad you guys dug it yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with Vicky again. Once again, I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't know this existed if it weren't for you. I wouldn't listen to this on my own if it weren't for you. So, well, I am happy to be of service. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next track. Let's loop it back around to Vicky, uh, and you're gonna go ahead and pronounce this because I'm not gonna try. Vamo a flamenco. Flamenco. Oh no! Can you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> can you pre-edit that? <laughs> <laughs> nailed it I nailed it, it. second All right. time yeah talk talk to us about this what are, what are we what are we about to listen to we're about to listen to final fantasy nines um mini game song well <laughs> it is in the mini game for um chocobo hot and cold and a sword fight mini game between two characters blank and zidane it is a very exciting Spanish-sounding song. Um, mm. <laughs> the song uses a Spanish guitar or the flamenco guitar, mm-hmm. and um, the song pretty much means "Let's go flamenco." It's what people in Spain say to like make the guitarist who's playing for them uh, to like uh-huh. go faster. I see. So it's a very exciting, high-energy song. And it's by my favorite composer of all time. And who is that? Uh, Nobuo Uematsu. There you go. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm sure I've heard this before because I love Final Fantasy IX. I never finished it, but I did get pretty far. But it's been a long time. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to listen to this. So here we go. Here is what she said from Final Fantasy IX. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) And how could it not? What a great tune. I know. Like, so one of my favorite memories of this song was actually watching Nobu Uematsu run up on stage at a Distant World concert and, like, grab an acoustic guitar, not acoustic, a classical guitar, and just start playing. Just oh, He was nice. so happy and excited. It was amazing. That does sound amazing. Oimatsu, I mean, that's some pretty, that's some pretty serious goodness right there. Yeah, he is the goodest. <laughs> he is the goodest. Ever so good. Um... I'm trying to think of any like anything that I could possibly add to this, but there really isn't anything. Like this is just a. I love this kind of music, you know. I love uh, celebratory, dancing music like this, and um, especially when you think of like fantasy games, like Final Fantasy uh, or RPGs in general, like Millennial uh, Millennial Fair from Chrono Trigger, that kind of stuff. Like I really mm. just dig, I dig that kind of music in general in RPGs, and then you've got this. Uh, wonderful kind of a Spanish influence on top of it and it's just a just a gosh dang delight ding dang delight <laughs> I have to say this really quickly that very first chord reminds me so much of the opening chord to Battery by Metallica which is also you know has a an acoustic opening and it's very uh, flamenco-esque inspired so part of me was just like yeah, we're going to listen to some battery. You know, like I got like real metalhead hyped for a second. <laughs> oh, no. No, but like in a good way. Just not... Yeah. <laughs> and if I may parlay that, um, Vicky, are you familiar, if you're a fan of flamenco style guitar and stuff, are you a fan or do you know of, um, I always get it wrong. I think it's Rodrigo y Gabriela or Gabriela y Rodrigo. Yeah, Gabriela y Ro- Rodrigo. Okay, so you're familiar then. Yes. If you if you guys listening aren't and you dug what you just heard, they're two young, uh, I believe they're Mexican, and they do flamenco style covers of Metallica and other stuff, and they've recorded. Yeah. It's fantastic. So go out and give that a quick listen. If that doesn't tickle your short and curlies. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode one hundred, guys. Come on. Am I the I'm only just- one? Am I the only one wearing a tuxedo? <laughs> I am, aren't I? Ugh. I wore a button-up. That's what's up. I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the weird part is? I'm in your pajamas, too. Whoa! Aye. Okay. <laughs> so, moving on, let's go ahead and uh, get to Matt's next one. Yes, what's your sir. next pick, sir? So... Um, as I mentioned at the top, I, I tried to look for songs that I really enjoy, and and uh, I think what you're going to hear so far, the last pick, this pick, and the following two picks are all um, video game uh, pieces, music uh, musical pieces. Let's try that again. Uh, <laughs> that I absolutely adore, and this next one is probably my top two, if not top one. Um, I'm talking about the Flashman stage from Mega Man 2 theme. I uh, I absolutely adore this theme song. This theme song is my childhood in a nutshell. I owned Mega Man 2 for the NES. I played Mega Man 2 so much. Never beat it. Finally beat it as an adult, maybe within the last year or so. Crowning achievement right there. But as I said before, 
we've heard this before. We've heard people cover it. So I went searching for a cover of it that was different, only to discover a cover that sounded exactly the same and yet almost didn't. And I was so surprised by the version that I said, holy cow, I feel like the original version was meant to be made this way, which might sound sacrilegious, but I don't think it does. So I'm going to let you guys decide. This is um, a surf guitar version of Flashman uh, Flashman stage, and it was uh, performed by the YouTube channel 130Grit Studios, 130Grit Studios. And uh, that's my intro for it. So enjoy.
<laughs> that was exciting. Hot dog. Uh, that's a. Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, one of my favorite things uh, in the world uh, is the cover of this a song by The Advantage. And yes. the guitar sound in the beginning was like, wow, this is shockingly similar to The Advantage. But then they kicked in the uh, the drum beat, the, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the surf drum beat, as it were. And, ooh, this just landed. This was good stuff. And the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm picturing the 8-bit sprite of Flashman on a surfboard. Like, surfing. <laughs> <laughs> I now Squat see that, too. angry dude just... <laughs> surfing with his arms like (laughs) it does that thing with his arms (laughs) brilliant yeah i i have uh i have a a soft spot in my heart for for surf uh surf rock and surf guitar and stuff and um the minute i saw this kind of pop up i was like this better be good because if it's trash i'm gonna be really upset (laughs) and uh, it made the cut so clearly it was very good for me, you know, I, I loved it, so I had to share it. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. I I don't normally listen to Mega Man songs, and <laughs> uh, to hear a surf rock cover, <laughs> that's such an awesome treat. Because <laughs> I remember we did the um, Wiley's, Wiley's Revenge. Uh, yeah, Mega Man and Dr. Wiley's Revenge. Yeah. We did, what was it, Mega Man 1 and then that back-to-back, right? I yeah. Think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you poor girl. <laughs> she's like, I, I liked it. She's like, I don't really listen to Mega Man music. And then you're like, oh, remember the time we did two of them back-to-back? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember you that. jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just, it's so nice to hear other people interpret songs that you know in their own special way. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what draws me to covers and, and remixes and stuff is like, here you take this established piece of art, whatever it may be, and then, you know, you put it through your filters or your lens or whatever, and something else comes out the other side. You know, it could be terrible and it could be amazing. And, you know, it's, it's art, so it's in the eye of the beholder, but yeah. Well, spectacular pick, Matt. Thank you. Well, uh, we're going to continue the Mega Man train. <laughs> <laughs> Much to Vicky's chagrin. <laughs> we didn't. Uh, we didn't actually. You know, we didn't plan this no. ahead of time. Like uh, we didn't really look at each other's tracks before. I really got them together earlier today. Yeah, I thought uh, it was supposed to be like a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, yeah. Vicky! Surprise. It's all Mega Man Yay. from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying not to tell everybody, and then it was like, oh wait, it, everybody has access to the script I'm writing, so never mind. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't but look I don't, at that until today. I don't look at that until it's time to record. So, um, this next track is just an actual Mega Man track. Uh, this is from a game that we're probably going to be covering on the show relatively soon, which is why I almost didn't put it on, but I had to put it on, because it is my favorite video game song, period. It is, mm. It's my absolute number one favorite video game song. Oddly enough, not my most listened to video game song. <laughs> Which is, uh, strangely enough, is actually from Lemmings, is my most listened to. <laughs> my number one oh, and Lemmings. number two are tracks from Lemmings, which is weird. Uh, this was actually my number five most listened to song on iTunes at 395. <laughs> uh, and I, again, that just covers how many times I've listened to it in iTunes. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, just iTunes. Just, just this iTunes. Like, I've had other devices. I mean, th- this is a. 
Yeah, I, I love this song. This is Magnet Man stage from Mega Man 3. Um, and it is, as far as I'm concerned, it is just the most perfect piece of video game music ever conceived. It is everything I ever want a video game song to be. Uh, it is, it's hopeful, it's cheerful, it's energetic, it's, uh, it's beautiful, it's, honestly, it just makes the, 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 the system sing in a way that, uh, really Capcom was just a master at by this point. Um, this is by Yasukai Fujita, a.k.a. Bun Bun, uh, who also wrote music for Darkwing Duck, Final Fight, and Breath of Fire, among others. Uh, this is a this is actually a really fun and interesting story behind uh, him taking over. The original composer was pregnant, and then she gave birth after writing, like, I don't know, like six or seven songs. Uh, and so this guy came in and took over and <laughs> finished it off, uh, which I, I never knew that before doing my research on this today. Um but we'll go into to that, that a little bit more in depth when we actually do Mega Man 3 on the show, because it's the next Mega Man game coming up, and I really didn't expect there to be this much Mega Man on the show tonight, but, uh, eh. well, here we are. Um, so let's go ahead and give it a listen. This is my favorite video game song ever, Magnet Man Stage <laughs> from Mega Man 3. Enjoy. paint a picture for you <laughs> little uh little chris so this is 1990 okay right this is that's when this game came out so i was nine years old i am huge into mega man 2 like uh mega man 2 was just a, a, a life changer for me and not that long after i had played and played and played and played and played mega man 2 a neighbor of mine had a copy of mega man 1 which i had never even seen before and so I played and played and played and played that. Loved it. Loved Mega Man 1, loved Mega Man 2. I did not have my own subscription to Nintendo Power. I had no idea Mega Man 3 existed. I'm in the grocery store with my parents, our, our local shopping bag, and uh, they had a little video game rental section. And I always, whenever we got in a line, I ran over to the video game section just to look at the boxes and just you know read the backs of them and see, what am I going to rent this weekend? And I ran over there, and they had just put out the box for Mega Man 3. And I was... I lost my freaking mind. I was like, there's a Mega Man 3? I grabbed the box and ran. I was like, please, we have to rent this. We have to rent this right now. I, it's it's Mega Man 3. It's the new Mega Man guy. I didn't even know it was real. I didn't even, ah! <laughs> lost my mind. So, I mean, 
I don't know how my parents could have possibly said no to me at that point. So uh, they, they rented the game. I took it home and I plugged it in. I have always thought magnets were super cool. Like, I love magnets. I think they're great. Especially the old cartoony ones, like the, the U-shaped ones with the red, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, always love those things. So when I turn this game on, and not only is just that intro music just completely amazing, but I start it up and you get to that crazy character select screen music that looks looks and sounds amazing. There's Magnet Man right on the bottom. Big red magnet right on his forehead. I was like, oh, there's a magnet. I'm, yes, stage one. <laughs> Boom. I fire it up and this music starts playing. It is, it's, it's got to be spring, summer, something like that because I was off school. And it was a beautiful day outside. Windows were cracked. And I just start playing this amazing stage. And this music comes on. And it's just the most perfect 8-bit experience of my entire life. It is absolutely flawless. And everything about this song, the, the more I listen to it over the years, and I've listened to it a lot, um, <laughs> because this was one of those things that when I was a kid, like that's the other thing about this, uh, the, 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 the track counts that I'm talking about on my iTunes. Like, I listened to this way before iTunes was a thing. You know, I put a tape recorder up to my TV speaker, and then I would just listen to this music all day long. Um, and as I listened to the song more and more, like really started to listen to the like break it down all the individual pieces like the the absolute masterful way that they apply things like trill to the end of some of the the, the sustaining notes the way that they just made the the NES sing with those uh just the, the little background parts that just kind of come in and then uh when the the drums not just the drum beat changes but the drum sounds change for the the, the kind of the second part of it where you've got that do 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 going on in the background they changed this the whole beat to sound so much more full and, and a little bit more driving and almost like like there's a shaker or just more extra hi-hat going involved. And it's so interpretive because it's it's 8-bit NES music, you know? Like, there aren't instruments. There is, there's not always just a clear, oh, that's what this is. But this shows such an absolute mastery of what you could do with these sounds. I just, I just love it. I love every single aspect of it. There's no part of it that I don't uh, that I don't thoroughly enjoy. Right from the the absolute get go, or just the way it starts so quickly, to dun, 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 dun. but the way it, it then kind of continues with this little intro piece there, it doesn't even hit like a regular like you would think. There's a very clearly designed, clearly defined intro, like in Flashman stage. You know, there's a very clearly defined. These are the notes that are being played. But with the Magnet Man's uh, song, the way the intro kind of comes in is it plays almost like a little snippet of it with that very uh, almost not not faint isn't the right word but kind of like trailing in with a like it's almost like a preview of the main melody you're going to listen to and it's not something that you heard a lot in video game music because it's usually way more clearly defined and this is just so much more of a of a build into such a remarkably beautiful piece of music i mean i could go on <laughs> And will when we get to our Mega Man three episode. What did you guys think of this song? Not nearly as much as you did. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I feel inadequate. Yeah, I feel like um, there is nothing I can say nope. that will um, compete. Correct. I it's not, it. it's not a competition. Good. Just a, it, was a, it was a fun song. <laughs> Little. It was too- definitely a Mega Man song. <laughs> oh, no doubt, hands down, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a lot more of a cheerful Mega Man song, you know. Yeah, a lot of the Mega Man songs are are, are very driving, and this one is um 
it's just it's remarkably cheerful but it's a it's also one that i feel like doesn't get nearly it's it's i know i'm not in the majority in thinking that this is like the best Mega Man music ever i I know most people don't don't agree with that um but i I know it gets it's skipped over from time to time like in uh, the Mega Man anniversary collection they put uh cloud band stage for Mega Man 7 as the arranged music for this stage where all the other ones got their renditions from there are specific stages from the arcade Mega Man games. They were just like, ah, who cares about Mega Man stage? Just throw in Cloud Man stage. It's a similar song. It's fine. Um, and that always bugged me. But I love the song. And you know, you don't hear as many covers of this out there as you do other song uh, Mega Man songs. You know, it's it's not one that you don't you you hear a lot of people spend a lot of time with. Um, there's been some really good stuff on OC Remix, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I could go on, but I, I shouldn't. <laughs> it's it's only but such a, a limited time frame we have this podcast about. that's true yeah that's it's, it's getting late so. <laughs> all right um, well thanks <laughs> no listen you know, that's what we're here for we're celebrating uh great video game music so yeah. and our favorites <clears throat> and our favorites and, and that's favorites. that's it for me it's all downhill from here <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure vicky that's fine. Uh, I meant I meant my tracks. <laughs> this oh, is your okay. this is your favorite. Oh, well, it's not my favorite song of all time, but it's from my favorite video game. Well, <laughs> it is like my top five favorite video games of all time. Right, uh, it's a hard thing to nail down, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It really yeah. is. Cause like, I wouldn't want to like, I wouldn't say force, but I've listened to the entire Dragon Age soundtrack. By the way, the next song is Sarah Was Never. Uh, I will pronounce the woman's name in a minute when I stare at it for a couple minutes. But <laughs> yes, most of the Dragon Age soundtrack is instrumental music. Mm-hmm. It's just background music. You don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. But the Bard songs, they are something else. Mm. Um, starting from like the beginning of the game you get to a town and there's a woman a minstrel not a bard because she is not an assassin uh singing in kind of like a rundown tavern and she's singing like a song about you the hero and she follows you throughout the game into a new tavern singing of you know how great you are and like the characters and the people you meet and it is like my favorite thing about that game. It gives it so much life. Um, but this particular song is about a character character named Sarah. And she is a rogue. Uh, she's very sassy, hates <laughs> cookies, and is an elf who hates other elves. <laughs> <laughs> mm. But she is a very, like playful kind of gal mean though if she doesn't like you like a scrappy scrappy thief someone who is just like living on the streets for a very long time oh like an alley cat think of an alley cat this is her (laughs) okay (laughs) I am thinking of an alley cat let's do it (laughs) but an elf (laughs) but an elf an alley elf Alright. Same ears. <laughs> Sarah was never. Uh. Enjoy. Sarah was never an agreeable girl. Her tongue tells tales of rebellion. But she was so fast and quick with her bow. No one quite knew where she came from. 
Well, that was okay. Cool. But not painful. <laughs> I'm a fan. Oh no, not painful in the least. You know, I figured out what it is. My aversion to video game songs with lyrics. It's when it sounds like it's just supposed to be a video game song, and the lyrics are like extremely anime. Uh, like, um, for sure. example, the intro music to the new Smash Brothers game, Smash Brothers Ultimate. I can't turn it off fast enough <laughs> because like, ah, this is such a great, amazing piece of music. Colors weave into a spire of flame. What oh are you talking about? Shut it off. Kill it with fire. <laughs> Hate it. This was really just, this, this was magnificent. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. Made me feel because, like I was watching the Witcher. Be, because it's <laughs> right. Because it's a song. It's like a song. Exactly. Song. Yeah. This was yeah. what well, Vicky and I recently talked a lot about. Um, Sinar Wild Hearts. Those songs were made for this, uh, for for having lyrics in them, and that mm-hmm. I, I clearly have no problem with music that has lyrics. Just right. video game music that has lyrics tends to feel very forced and kind of yeah. gross. And Sonic, this Sonic is... Boom, <laughs> Sonic Boom. Don't tell Alex. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> but yes, this was uh, definitely not that. This was uh, quite magnificent. This, well, this one, uh, this one reminded me of. Uh, there's a song that I'm a big fan of. I don't know the band too deeply, and I probably should because I love this song. It's called "A Cautionary Song" by the Decemberists, and it's oh, it's very much in that vein. It's like a, it's like a, a sea shanty bard song, and their music has a bit of sea shanty bard music, uh, at least a cautionary uh, song that I'm thinking about. So. I, I'm a fan, absolutely a fan. I love things like this. Yeah, I, I picked it because I would never, ever do a Dragon Age Inquisition um, Waveback episode. There'd, there'd be too much to cover, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'd only pick Bard songs. Right, and, <laughs> and as you said, like the mainstay of the soundtrack, I mean, I played, I played a bit of it too, and, and you know, a lot of modern video games suffer the fate of music just being background. Yeah, I I truly hate that. Orchestral background. Yeah, like make it fun, make it memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give it 
like orchestral doesn't have to not be memorable like correct i was just playing the the demo for the final fantasy 7 remake uh, a few weeks back and that music is all very orchestral but it is extremely memorable mm-hmm. uh and there are just other like i adored doom 2016 i couldn't pick a single song from that soundtrack out of a lineup yeah not not one uh yeah, that's something you. I feel like you have to play, and it kind of goes with the game, too. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and that that's not always necessarily a problem. Like, I didn't need to remember any of the music in Doom 2016 because it was a gosh-dang masterpiece. <laughs> um, they, they don't actually need to be all that memorable, especially if something is a little bit more on the cinematic side. But when it is... Uh, I can't remember who I was having this conversation with. Somebody was talking about how there's no like memorable music in movies anymore. And then uh, a, a year or two, I was just like, well, what about the Marvel movies? And like a year or two later when they're dropping trailers for, uh, you know, infinity war and Endgame, and they're playing that Avengers theme. Like that's a theme. I remember that theme and mm-hmm. that makes me feel things, you know, um, when they did a, uh, there was a, a particular trailer for it where they went through the different characters, and every time they went to one of them, they played a piece of that character's theme from their movie soundtracks uh, or scores. And, like, that's part of what I think makes those movies so much more memorable to me than they could have been otherwise, is that they have those very memorable themes in them, even though they are, you know, movie scores. You know, they're very much in the background. Um, and when video games do that and they do it right, like, especially with something like this with, with this bard music that's like well yeah this is just actual music that you're listening to to be entertained by but uh when they have the really strong melodies in them i think they tend to stick with me a lot longer yeah this uh this whole soundtrack actually motivated me to start playing the classical uh, guitar <laughs> hey i can't do that neither can i <laughs> really negative i mean not well i can pick one up and <laughs> yeah. strum it but uh, <laughs> Not my bag of tea. <laughs> All right, Matt. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot. I was going to mention the um, singer's name. All right. Please forgive me. It's Russian. It's Elizaveta Krivunova. And she is a Russian-American pianist, singer, songwriter, and opera singer. Wow. Wow. All right. Yep. There you go some sick 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 talent there yeah all right well thank you for that one matt you're up what's next from your mixtape so um this next track comes from uh the castlevania series uh most specifically uh part two simon's quest um i didn't realize how much i loved this song until i went hunting for it um and yeah, we did the episode on it, and you know, uh, we I listened to it, and I probably said some great stuff about it then, and I'll say some great stuff about it now too. But after really hunting for something, for for some kind of interpretation of it that made it more interesting, I really truly realized how much I loved this song, and <laughs> and the cover I found is nothing short of like. It does nothing short of just tickle me to no uh, to no end. And so, what we're gonna listen to is "Bloody Tears" from Simon's Quest. But 
It's performed by the YouTube channel Sounds Weeb J W E E B J A Y. If you want to go check it out, it's uh, it's it's four clarinets. Uh, when oh, I remember what it was. I did the I did the shop music on four saxophones. <laughs> I That's picked, right, you did. Yeah. I, so I have a running track record now. Four saxophones, <laughs> four clarinets, bloody tears. This song cracks me up to no no end. And it's short, so, you know, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Let's give it a listen. Enjoy. a little shorter than of course you know my sensibilities want but leave them wanting more i always say <laughs> i love that so much god me too right? that was great it, that was great like i mean it's such a great composition to begin with but still oh absolutely i defy you to listen to that not smiling ear to ear <laughs> it's just i mean it's no kazoo but it's nice no it's not a kazoo <laughs> It's up there, though. Clarinets can kind of sound a little goofy. Yes. They can. Clarinets are such an interesting instrument because they can really skate that line because mm. they can sound super goofy, but they can also be the most beautiful instrument when played right. For the record, um, my profession, what I make money on is doing live sound for um, bands, and I've done sound for all types of bands, and we had this one band that used to come and they're older gentlemen, and they would do Dixieland jazz, right? And the leader of the band was a clarinet player, and we we used to. Uh, so when you, if you're an engineer, you you track out the board so that way any other engineer can get on there and say, oh, track one's guitar, track two's whatever. On his track, I would always write HF because clarinet is too long. And HF actually stands for Hell Flute. We used to call the clarinet the Hell Flute. <laughs> hell Flute. So that's for Dean if he's listening. But the Hell, the hell Flute. So four Hell Flutes create, recreating Bloody Tears. Uh, yeah. It's beautiful. That song brings me so much joy. <laughs> it was uh, just simply magnificent. Great choice. <laughs> Thanks. Well, uh, my next pick is not short at all. And, and oh. for, okay. for that, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. It's, it's a bit of a long one. This is my number three most played track. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to this one on iTunes 412 times. <laughs> uh, 
And again, that seems that seems a little low to me, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll give you like a like a hundred play grace. Yeah. Well, look, this um. Okay, so uh, we're we're going back to Mega Man here, um, and this is uh, called Circuit Breaker. It's from OC Remix, and it is uh, was remixed by a woman named Injury, or going by the name Injury. Uh, let's see. So it's a remix of Electman Stage from uh, the original Mega Man by Manami Matsume, and uh, Electman Stage is my favorite song from Mega Man One. Uh, which, if you go back and listen to our Mega Man episode, you'll probably hear me say something about that. Uh, I just think it's a magnificent piece of music. Uh, this particular one remix is really great because it works on a couple of different levels. It's it's just a really cool remix of this song, but it is incredibly chill. And it is the song that I use to calm myself down to sleep at night. Uh, this and I, I think we did, did that Picross song not that long ago, uh, which is another one of my favorite ones to do that with. Uh, this is the ultimate peace song for me. This is the song I listened to to calm myself down the night before my wedding. Uh, this is uh, it, it is this song is just the epitome of peace to me, and I can't really explain exactly why that is. Um, I guess it's not the slowest song in the world. This has a good beat to it. But it's not super. It's it's not hyper energetic. It's, but it's still very electronic. Uh, I, I I don't know. I I just don't know why this song does what it does to me. But it does. Uh, and it's my favorite. <laughs> it's just my favorite thing. Uh, the, Injury has done a bunch of stuff on OC Remix, and I've enjoyed pretty much everything I've heard her do. Uh, but this is far and away my favorite. So let's go ahead and give it a listen. Again, sorry, it's a little bit of a long one, but. I think you'll enjoy it. This is Mega Man Circuit Breaker by Injury from OC Remix. Enjoy.
Well, that is uh, Circuit Breaker by Injury. I get it. That's nice. I, I, I could see why you would uh, use that as your kind of come down song. Yeah, it just, uh, it, it just uh, gets me every time. It's particularly right in the beginning. Like, uh, once the, uh, I don't know, that that synthesizer comes in, that really, really full-sounding synthesizer, once that once that comes in, it's just, that's usually all over for me. Or at least my brain stops doing whatever the hell it's doing. <laughs> and uh, then, we're, then we're good. So... Yeah, I, I I don't really know what else to say about it. It's a it's a great song to begin with. Uh, it's a not not an extraordinarily complicated one. It's just a really good song though, with a good melody. And this particular iteration of it, just something about the instrumentation, something about that heartbeat of a drum beat uh, underneath it all. It just uh, it just calms me down, and I I'm never I'm rarely not in the mood to listen to it. Uh, you know, obviously it's if I'm jogging is not something i want on but it's a yeah <laughs> but then again if i'm jogging i have bigger problems like everything from the neck down hurting <laughs> <laughs> oh i know that pain <laughs> so i don't know what, what did you guys what you guys think uh matt oh sorry um <laughs> i was gonna give it to you uh i think uh, i'm very familiar with that that stage uh music uh once the um that main synth hit the like the lead um, melody, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah!" And I was really, uh, for lack of a better term, I was really like, just drawn into the whole track. Um, it's it's a beautiful rendition of it. Um, very like, chill, you know. Again, I said before, I see why you would throw it on at the end of the day to kind of wind down and decompress with it. It's just a real chill track, and like. But just like cleverly done it's not like heavy handed in which sounds weird to say about a chill track like it's not heavy handed in being chill yeah. um you know because things can be overly done you're like ah if you just like uh, if you didn't do that it'd be perfect but i i think this is really a, a perfect rendition of that this is yeah super chill version of of, of of a really good track to begin with like you said a great it's it's got great bones to begin with and they just you know, fleshed it out one more time. Cool. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> um, I'm not familiar with this song. Didn't play a lot of Mega Man. It <laughs> was a very frustrating game for me. <laughs> uh, didn't play it as a kid. Tried it as an adult, and that is when I was frustrated. <laughs> so I didn't get into the music until Chris. And this is. A very beautiful rendition of the song. It's, it's nice. It's cozy, <laughs> and still, it has a very good beat. It does have a really good beat. Very heartbeatish. I think that might be part of what calms me down. So that it sounds like a calm heartbeat. I could see that. All right. Well, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anything else tonight is chill. So nope. uh, let's nope. let's let's end strong, huh? We all saved our. We all saved some really, really killer tracks to, to end with. And speaking of killer, <laughs> talk to us, uh, talk the to us, Vicky. The greatest killer of all time oh my in God. all so video good. games. Well, maybe. I He did destroy the world. He did. He poisoned the town games. because he didn't want to walk around it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the insanity of Kefka... 
It is profound. I don't want to go the long way. Murder and poison the water supply. Murder them all. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, Final he's Fantasy such an VI impressive awesome. villain. He is. Like, I was, I was reading up, obviously on like the background of like evil villain characters, and people are making such a great point. Usually, people have such a like a reason to be bad. Like, oh, a tragic backstory. He just hates everyone because he's insane. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's his story. He wants to kill everyone because he just wants to. Yeah, I think That's it was. It. Um, uh, there was a, a whole Final Fantasy retrospective that was uh, wonderful. Um, uh, game trailers did it a long time ago, and it was it was great because uh, they were talking about how uh, when they got to Final Fantasy VI, they're trying to explain uh, Kefka, and it's like you know most of the most of your the villains or you know your Sephiroth types, and you got some twisted backstory here. There's some reason Kefka's just awful. He's yep. just awful. No reason, just off the dude is trash he is he <laughs> and tr- he's a clown he dresses like a clown mm-hmm. no one bats an eye he's just awful <laughs> and i love that so much about him uh, uh another reason i picked this song was obviously wasn't allowed to have dancing mad <laughs> a 17 minute song play. yeah yeah i know it's Whenever okay. we get around to doing Final Fantasy VI, we'll do that as like the song that we play out to instead of like the end credit song. Because, I mean, come on, Dancing Mad. Oh, the best song ever created! <laughs> <laughs> I I can't stop listening to it. That's like, well, you can't because I, it doesn't end. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I'm still listening to it. <laughs> but yeah, I played this song this morning. For my fiance, and I was like, "What kind of guy do you think this is?" And he's like, "Is this Hasoka's theme?" And Hasoka is a character from an anime, Hunter Hunter, who is very similar to Kefka, insane uh, clown outfit, and really just hates everyone. <laughs> so it's a theme. But he was close with the clown thing. But it is very circusy and um, evil. But yeah, uh, obviously it's Nobu Uematsu, and the anniversary of this game is tomorrow, April second, which oh. will not be tomorrow for everyone. No, <laughs> and will likely not be celebrated at all. Mm. Because, no, ah, it won't. We'll sadness. celebrate it. I'll celebrate. I'll it. celebrate it. We'll celebrate Final it right Fantasy now. VI should get the full remake treatment one of these days. I agree. Not, oh my god! I and not agree. the gameplay wise like they did with Final Fantasy VII. I want that game just beautiful. All right, uh, Switch. Yeah, yep. bring it, make it happen. All right, here's Kefka. Enjoy.
That was a great pick. Thanks. No, thank you. That song is so... It, in- it, it legit, like, encompasses everything that was just said about that character. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like, I don't know that I've ever heard a track that was ever more perfect to be someone's theme. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty yeah. spot on. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, so playful in the beginning, and then it gets more menacing. Mm-hmm. And building up more and more. And then it goes back to the beginning. Because you know that's the character. He gets yep. mad about something. He does something crazy. And he's like, ah, where was I? Oh, yes. Yep. <laughs> right. Murder. <laughs> Poisoning a whole town. <laughs> Number one, make it so. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really have a ton to say about it other than, you know, good pick. <laughs> Thanks. No. I do what I do. <laughs> you do what you do. And you do it well. <laughs> well, Matt, it's time for you to do what you do. Yep, which is alienate an entire audience. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd be remiss if I didn't add one track from my favorite uh, collective of musical non-instruments. And that would, of course, be the Floppatron. I think it's the most novel use of hard drives ever. Um, and, uh, you know, the last time I brought the Floppatron on, I, I did the Tetris theme, which tickled me to no degree. Um, and this one does the same, but I just think it's so freaking cool. Like, this song was not written for this. But it totally feels like it was written for this. <laughs> like, how could it not be? I'm talking about the theme to everyone's favorite Duke Nukem. Uh, originally composed by... <laughs> I can't even say Everyone's it. favorite. I love Duke Nukem. Um, <laughs> uh, com- originally composed by Lee Jackson. This one's performed by the Floppatron. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this. All right. Uh, well... Then let's give it a listen. Uh, Enjoy. I don't feel like we we really described this well enough for anybody who hasn't been you know listening since our our other special where we talk about the Floppatron. This is it's not just hard drives; it's yeah. floppy disk drives, it's printers, and these programmed like the noises that it makes when like 
the the drives move, like all the electronic parts move to make these different frequencies. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a link to the video in the show notes. Yes. If you've never seen a Floppatron video, Ooh. you got to watch it because it's nuts. And uh, oh, I love it. It's it's bonanas. Like it is. There's something about the, the percussive sounds that these drives and and hardware make that make the drums sound so like realistically percussive wood. And I mm-hmm. think that's ultimately what really brings me to this particular piece is like it legit sounds like the rim shots on on a on a kit. Mm-hmm. I just and of course like it it's absolutely ridiculous. Someone programmed a whole bunch of old hard drives and and printers to create music. Like who does that? Fucking whoop. And it's a novel. It, it's a wall of them. <laughs> it's it's not just like <laughs> six or seven. There's like the old Apple II floppy disk disk drives. There's got to be like fifty of them, <laughs> just oh, all blocked together. It's tremendous. Amazing. Oh, I love it. I, I this I've never had any real affinity for Duke Nukem. It's just never been my thing. But uh, you know, I, I I appreciate this this tune. I've I, you know I've heard it a bunch of times. It's good. It's good. It's a good song. And this rendition of it is. It's a, uh, it's wonderful. <laughs> you got any, you got anything to add? Faith? I, um, I don't. She's still in shock. <laughs> I am in what shock. What the hell did I just listen to? Did, did you say Flopatron? F-L-O-P-P-O-T-R-O-N. Flopotron. That is, I've never heard anything like that before. Oh, they, um, so in addition to a handful of video game uh, music, um, the programmer does, you know, Queen and Toto, the Ghostbusters theme, the Ghost the classic, yeah, classic. Uh, yeah, just you get you've got to watch the video. You just have to. It's. Uh, I will. That's that's so interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sending you a link to the video right now because you need to uh, at least <laughs> have some sort of visual connection to this uh, in your brain. It's 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 really. It's something unique. It's something special. But speaking of something unique and something special, we're on to the last track of the night, which is uh, which is my pick, and this is a very, very special song. Uh, this song is called Squared Roots, and it is by Banjo Guy Ali. What is special about this song is that I mentioned earlier in the episode that the Stone Age Gamer podcast just reached its 300th episode, and as moving forward uh when we well we knew not moving forward when we knew we were you know coming up to 300 we wanted to change our theme song again because we changed it back at uh an episode 200 when we got a chubby chubby chip chip from a mark tdk night uh but this time we wanted to see if there was any way we could get an original piece of music written for us as in not borrow somebody else's song but have our own theme song written and our first choice was to ask ollie and he obliged like with shining colors this song is amazing and it's ours <laughs> it belongs to the stone age gamer podcast and he's uh the episode 300 of stone age gamer will be out uh before this episode airs uh but if you don't listen to that show and even if you do you're only going to hear some of the song because there's a shortened version of it that we're using as the theme song but this is the full version which is available to be listened to on uh, uh ollie's youtube channel and uh it it's wonderful <laughs> it's so much better than i could have possibly imagined uh and i did couldn't think of a better way to end this episode so uh here is squared roots by banjo guy ollie enjoy 
That was freaking amazing. I'm I'm That's so really cool. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah. It makes me so happy. It's a uh, I, I when he sent it to me, he sent it to me relatively quickly. Like he wrote it real quick. He sent <laughs> an early version of it. And as soon as it started up, I was like, "Oh my god. I can't believe this is real." Uh so I mean, I, I have my own theme song. <laughs> it's and it's so wonderfully me it just it fits it's it just makes me smile it's so is good dream come true it kind of is it's a uh, you know in the midst of all the not so great things that are happening in the world and in my life right now uh, a couple of like lifelong dreams have been realized and uh you know having somebody write an original chiptune uh theme song to my video game podcast that for some reason people still let me do is is uh, a <laughs> pretty high among them and i'm eternally grateful to ollie for doing it and i just love the song and thought it was a great way to great way to end off uh, episode 100 so you guys have any more thoughts on it uh, again no, i'm just so happy for you that's mm-hmm. so awesome absolutely yeah. well okay then uh well this was a lot of fun i think this is a really good episode 100 i'm very happy with it Thank you guys for for being on. Thanks for for contributing these wonderful tracks uh, that I enjoyed every stinking one of them. This, uh, <laughs> this is a this is a good one. Well, that's our show. Uh, thank you once again to Vicky for for joining us. Uh, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and thanks Matt because you are always here. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's usually what I get thanks for. Uh, I love you both. All right, that's, like I just said, that's our show. Join us next time when Matt and I will finally tackle (laughs) this show's very first listener request. Jamie Hill, we're covering Super Mario World, and we're doing it for you. Episode 101 is going to be Super Mario World. Uh, And I'm beyond excited for it because I love Super Mario World. As do I. Yeah. All right, as always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the video games we've discussed here today, and you can do so on the Waveback forum page on Facebook or the Waveback channel on the Geekade Discord server. Just check out the show notes for more information on how you can track down those groups, and of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com. While you're at it, check out all our social media links, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already, and that does include our YouTube channel, Waveback Overplay, where I mash up two different versions of the same video game songs. Give it a listen. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. All right, well, that's uh, that's going to be it for us. Thank you very much uh, for for being here. Okay, let's dump, let's jump into this. So we are going to leave you tonight with something very special. It's also something quite odd. We're going to be ending the show the way the very first show began, and with, it's going to be the full version of our old theme song. That's right. If you haven't listened to this song for, show for a long time, we used to have a theme song. Uh, this song doesn't come from a video game. It's called To Find You There, and it was written by my friend Justin back when we were in high school, which, in case you were wondering, was a very long time ago. Uh, Justin introduced me to a program called Screen Tracker, which was a music creation application the likes of which I had never seen before. He wrote some incredible music on that on that thing, or at least it seemed incredible to me at the time, and it was a humongous inspiration to me as far as being a songwriter and appreciating music itself. This song was always one of my favorites of his. There's a beautiful, chill quality to it that really summed up the feeling uh, that I was going for with this show when it began. 
I was um, I was actually around for a large portion of the songwriting process too. I used to hang out at his house while he was writing this stuff and, and just learning whatever I could, and I was able to help him out in a couple of bits uh, where he couldn't figure out where to go with the song, uh, and I was able to kind of point him in different directions and some of that stuff. I helped I helped write it, and that was very cool. Not helped write it in a huge way. This is still largely Justin's work, but I had a hand into it. Anyway, Adventure guessed that only a handful of people on the planet have ever actually heard this song in its entirety, and I'm not going to lie, some of it gets a little weird towards the end. <laughs> um, we were high school kids. Regardless, I love this tune. I've loved it for more than two decades, and I will always love it just a little bit more, because it was this show's theme song. I won't take any offense if any of you turn it off, because it is a bit on the long, long side, uh, and like I said, it gets, it gets a little weird, but uh, flaws aside, I can think of no better way to polish off episode 100 than to finish it off the way it began. So enjoy to find you there. Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you very much, Vicky, for joining us, and don't worry, the Waveback Awards are still coming, and soon. See you next time.